0: what is up what is up everybody this is flapjack steve uh episode five i think is where we're at now uh great news nfl finally started it's back uh looks like it's gonna be a super fun season based on today's results and of course thursday's results was really good for us um i got father flapjack because we haven't come up with (laughs) another name for him yet but we're gonna go with that he's back today which is awesome um this one's gonna be pretty eagle centric so we're gonna go over the game um and then at the end of the episode we're going to make our super bowl picks which we've been waiting to do i was going to try to do before the season started but i don't think one weekend is uh is a bad start, bad time to start so we'll do that here in a little bit um eagles won thursday night 18 to 12 um pretty ugly game if you want to call it that i know uh I know Doug Peterson doesn't like that word. Uh, he said, a win's a win, a win, you know, kind of deal, which which he's right. A win is definitely a win. But it was, um, especially the first half, was pretty brutal to watch. And uh, getting booed off the field by your fans, you know, two quarters after you won a Super Bowl is always a awesome way to be introduced to Philadelphia. So <laughs> that was that was pretty crazy. I know you didn't get to watch a whole lot of the, the first half, but... Um, you know, did you have any uh, any thoughts on, on what you did see as far as highlights, which there weren't many, but um, as far as foals and, and how they used the running game and, and all that?
1: I had the uh, the opportunity to listen to the first half actually, so know oh, okay, I did not perfect. get to to watch it. But um, I was on top of it. It was a um, I'm going to go with disgraceful first <laughs> half, I, and I think that's true for both teams. Oh I mean, yeah, their, their offenses oh, yeah. were just not clicking at all. You know, certainly there's a lot to take into consideration. They just do not play in the preseason anymore like they used to. Right. You know, and it takes a while to get click and I thought they they did an amazing job in the second half, and the defense, quite frankly, was on it all game long.
0: Defense did both both defenses. I thought played really well. Exceptional. Definitely very well. Exceptional.
1: And they took they really picked up from where they left off last year yes. in the divisional round. It was the exact same. It game, was scary. Exact same ending.
0: It and, was so uh, <laughs> similar. It was scary. I was like, wait, are we back here again? Yes. Which I, I would have welcomed. We could watch the Super Bowl all over again. But yeah, it was, I mean, it was so spot on the same. It was just funky. Yes. It, it was, was super funky. I'm not
1: sure I've ever experienced that before. No. Two teams playing each other back to back in that same Same exact thing. Result. Same, yeah.
0: you know. This, obviously, the scores weren't the exact same, but close. Yeah. I mean, 18 to 12 is the same thing. You know, like they score, it's 19 to 18, and <laughs> that's the game. So, yeah, pretty funky for sure. Um, well, I got like 10 things that I, that's we're going to be doing this for every Eagles game. I'm going to pick out 10 things, and, um, you know, either you pick out 10 things or whatever, and we'll compare them. But um, we'll start. My very first thing is obviously the Eagles' red zone defense. Um, hands down, like, they stepped up when they needed to. They had three, you know, three key drives that they stopped within the five yard line, yes. and that's insane. And obviously, the game ending stand where you know where they the refs tried to give Atlanta a redo, and they still <laughs> held up to to the task. So, um, you know, Atlanta is a good team, and you know, but I think they're I think they're kind of in the same boat. You know, they're kind of like they remind me of like Cincinnati, but better. Yes, you know, like they're just. I don't know what it is that they just can't get over the hump to get to to get to be where they should be. I mean, with that roster, they should be you know, honestly, like I had I had said to everybody I thought the Eagles were gonna lose that game, you know, and, and it wasn't anything against Foles. I just he he didn't look ready in the preseason and kinda hangover y, you know. Yes. Um and I thought with Atlanta's defense, like they and and they did. I mean they held him in check, you know, and on my list who we'll go over that later, but you know, <laughs> They definitely held him in check for most of the game. And, um, you know, he he had to stop. But that, that red zone defense alone is, I mean, like you said last year, we did it, and, and again this year. And I don't know who gets them going more, you know. It seems like uh, at least this game it looked like Hicks was, was back into kind of. Welcome home. Yes, finally. Oof. I love watching him play, and I hope that – you know, as long as, I'm sure every other Eagles fan on the planet hopes that he can stay healthy because when he's on the field, they're an entirely different. You know, uh, front seven, and obviously that front seven is brutal anyway. Yes, Bennett looked really good uh, in his debut with us. I was I was impressed with him, and uh, obviously the the front seven is always good. But um, you know, it's I don't know how much credit you give to the coaching side of things, but I, I you got to give some right. Absolutely, I mean.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, I think that the the biggest aspect of the um, red zone was the very first stop when literally Atlanta just cruised right down the field. It looked like they were going to just slam in a touchdown with no effort at all. And they cruised right down into the red zone and just died, literally. And so the Eagles really came up hard and strong when they needed to. And that is leadership, no question, on and off the field. But Hicks made a huge difference, no doubt about that.
0: But then I think for me, like the biggest thing, like and I know I was throwing stuff when um, I can't remember the kid's name because they already cut him. But um, was it what was his name? I can't even remember. He he got pushed into pushed into the ball on that oh. punt. Um, I can't remember his name. Doesn't even matter anymore because right. he's gone. I know they they replaced him with DeAndre Hall, so that might work out better for us. But I I soon I I told Kaylee uh, my wife. I, I don't think I've ever introduced her other than the producer. But anyway, um, <laughs> I told her as we're watching the game, I was like, that kid's going to get cut tomorrow. And that is just a no-no. Yeah. Like, So I'm like, well, here they go. They're going to like 15 yards. Of course, they're going to walk right in the end zone. And same thing, they the defense stood up really strong. And that, to me, was more like, yo, we got your back. Even yep. though you you screwed up, we got your back. And that that was really cool to see. I really enjoyed that um as far as from the game standpoint you know uh they're good they're real good um let's go Foles is the next next guy so i mean the stats are not impressive he averaged three and a half yards a a pass attempt Mm -hmm. which is terrible um but the dude gets it done when it needs to be done and you know i know a lot of people are like well He's never started quarterback, and you guys are going to be terrible until Wentz is back. And I'm like, the kid won a Super Bowl. Like At this point, you got to give him a little bit of props, right?
1: Absolutely. You know, the funny thing about Foles is that he plays up to the level of his competition. Oh, yeah. Uh, We were out there on Christmas Day watching him play against Oakland. Now, granted, it was about 600 degrees below zero that (laughs) night. Right. Uh, Very, very cold evening. But, I mean, he barely squeaked by a a Raider – that just really was not that good. Right. They really were not that right. good. I remember that. And yeah, that game would have clinched, of course, and did clinch yeah. home field division or uh, home field um, Oh advantage. <laughs> advantage. Home field Lawrence. advantage, yeah, for sure. So so but he plays up just as well as he needs to. And that goes for the playoff games that went for the Super Bowl. You know, that that's just how he plays ball. Oh and for he, sure. For but sure. the bottom line, he gets it done.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh I mean the interception, I mean you got, God has got to catch that, right? Yeah. I mean, that was was a bad drop. And, and that was, I've been impressed with him in preseason. And and like I said, last, you know, a couple podcasts ago, I don't give two shits about the preseason. I don't think it means anything. And, and being out there, like I get that there's, you know, nerves and, but that was a huge drop. And that was a very catchable ball. Yes. You know, and, and of course, Foles gets interception on his record or whatever, but, that was not a, that was not a Foles problem. It was a great throw. You yes. got to catch it, you know? And I, I don't know, like, you know, be, it's not like Ertz was going crazy either. So it's hard to blame, you know, blame him for not making the catch. But at the same time, that's, you know, that, that made a big difference, yeah. you know, it it, and did. it it ended up not really making a big difference other than that. They scored off that, you know, um, off that turnover. But in the, Grand scheme of things, no, it didn't make a huge difference because we still won. But you gotta, I mean, your first big catch in the NFL, and yeah, you, you do that. So <laughs> you yeah, gotta, you gotta feel I, for I the I Oh, I do, I do. I feel bad for him, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. I've never, um, never been in that position. But I mean, that's that's one you gotta catch for sure, for
1: I, sure. I think that once you come in. Uh- it was a welcome to the NFL hit. That's what it was. Definitely was. And so, you get, you know, you have your college ball, which he excelled at. You have your preseason, which he did very well at. Oh, yeah. But now it's the real deal, you know. And I think now he knows that preseason, they're not really game planning for you.
0: No. The regular season, no. they're Yeah, in preseason, <laughs> they're not. I mean, you're not going to get hit hard in preseason, honestly. Like, there's maybe a couple guys that get up, you know, hard and want to hit hard. But uh-huh. for the most part, you're not going to get hard in preseason. So... I think, I think he's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. And I think him and Ertz are, are a great tandem. And I think, um, honestly, I think when Wentz comes back, he's probably going to have more chemistry with Wentz because Wentz loves to utilize the tight ends. Yes. You know, Ertz had a massive season last year. Uh, especially in the red zone. Yes. So, and that's what, that's what this kid does. You know, that's why they went and got him, got in front of Dallas and grabbed him. I was gonna say, are you, you sure? Know?
1: Cause I'm pretty sure we yeah. got him because Dallas wanted it. Yes.
0: Well, <laughs> that was uh, a little side benefit. Like, Hey Dallas, you can, you know, <laughs> you can watch this cause we're going to take him right now. But looking now, at so. the
1: tremendous game Dallas played today, they didn't really need uh, a tight end They today. don't
0: <laughs> at all. They don't need anything. They're definitely set for life. I was really enjoying that. We'll, uh, We'll cruise through the scores at the end and okay. just kind of give a little feedback on each game. I I know I'm stoked that the NFL's back and, and all that. Yes. Um. You know. So yeah. We'll we'll spitball a little bit at the end about you know the Giants losing, which is great, <laughs> and the Cowboys losing, which is even better. Um. You know, the Browns tying Pit or uh, yeah Pittsburgh and, awesome. and that was just crazy. So That's yeah, awesome. we're gonna have some fun with that for sure. Um. Let's keep going on the list. Number eight is. Mr. J Train, J J, amazing. I wish they would have fed him the rock in the first half. Yes, you know, like the second half alone, two touchdowns. You know, I think he finished with like sixty-two yards. Yeah, but the dude just runs, and you know, I I love Darren Sproles. I'm a huge Sproles fan. I'm a massive Clement fan. Yep. I love him, but they have their time in place. And J Train needs to get the rock. Yes. So when our first, you know, our first time out on the field, our first possession and you have sproles running it, it doesn't make sense no you need to use jay you know that's why we went and got him is because he can run downhill Absolutely. and when he runs downhill he runs downhill there is not a lot of guys that want to get in front of him when he's running no, you know no, he's like blunt but like 10 times
1: faster sproles as amazing as he is he's a pitcher's changeup. yes and he's exactly exceptional in that role that's where he needs to be but they were excited to get him back they were you know. and I, I don't blame peterson
0: yeah. at all for using him i i would have done the same thing because I, I love sproles yep yeah. I love him, love him. So like watching mm-hmm. him get back on the field A was awesome. Yes. Especially after after his injuries. I was like, dude, this dude's gonna retire. There's no way. And I know I know from a pride standpoint he didn't want to go out like that, yeah. which makes me super happy because um I mean you look at our, our depth chart at running back, he got, you know, oh a Jay Scrolls, Clement, and I hate Wendell Smallwood. Okay. I'm not <laughs> a Wendell Smallwood fan at all. Um in fact, I was extremely irritated he made the team again. Well, he
1: made it by injury. Let's, yes, let's face it. Yes. Humphrey was out with injury. And, yeah, you know, he just could not get his act well, together. It, he's an exceptional you know, running back.
0: We right. got. Um, I'm I'm dropping it now. I can't remember his name. The, the kid, the kid that everybody was super stoked on, um, and it was just, I, I, for me, I don't like Smallwood. I think he fumbles too much. I don't think he carries the the rock well. Um, you know it it, it's weird it's weird to say the least you know i i know there's some some people that like him a lot obviously the eagles like him a lot yeah um and it's it's frustrating for me because there's you know there's guys that that should be you know getting a chance and there's guys that shouldn't get a chance you know and yeah i'm drawing a complete blank on his name and i'm I'm very irritated right now that I can't remember his name.
1: Well, it's not Pumphrey. I know that. It is he, not. Pumphrey, Pumphrey is God.
0: You know, uh, I think I shared it on our, on our Facebook page. If you're not, if you don't like us and follow us on Facebook, by the way, you should do that. Um, we're trying to get, trying to post a little more on there anyway and get, and get people going. Um, it's not loading right now. Of course that's super helpful, but anyway, I don't like Smallwood. I'm not a huge fan of him. Um, you know, he's kind of, like I said, I don't I don't see him as a fourth running back. Like, to me, he's a practice squad running back, and that's kind of it. You know, like, um, and it's just, I feel like they kind of just, I don't know if it was like a pity thing. Like, kind of reminds me of what they did with Aguilar. You know, like, they wanted to keep Aguilar around because uh, they, you know, used a first-round pick on him. And yep. you, you don't cut those guys. But... You know, Smallwood obviously was not a first-round pick, and I don't think he's – I don't think he's great. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. So, um, you know, going back to Jay, obviously Jay Ajayi, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Um, Adams. How do you not remember Adams, <laughs> of all things? God, that was terrible. Uh, anyway, yeah, um, he was – a fan favorite and you know people are super excited he's back i'm glad we got him on the practice squad at least yeah, yeah. and not that i would ever wish injury on anybody but um maybe Smallwood will like break his pinky or something <laughs> and we can we can see adams up because i was um he's one of those kids that wants it you know like he he showed he want to me Smallwood's just there because you know they used a draft pick on him or whatever these undrafted kids don't have the same advantage of oh well we used a draft pick on you we can't cut you you know but
1: again small ones have been with the team now for three years correct so you know there's something to be said about knowing the playbook being familiar with the coaching staff right they're familiar with you um that goes a long way obviously that goes a long way sure but i'm with you we kept him on the roster he's available to us which is great now of course he's also available to every other team correct
0: well (laughs) that's that's what scares me you know that's what really scares me and you know um For being, you know, 6'2", 225 was his stats as as far as that's concerned. But uh, he's quick, real quick. And, you know, I think there's a bunch of fans out there that would agree with me that they absolutely really, really loved watching him play. Uh And, like I said, it comes down to to wanting it, you know. And Smallwood got the advantage because, um, like you said, he's been with the team, yada, 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 you know. It's just one of those things, you know, and it's frustrating for me because I think Adams would have been a better mix-up. You know, Clement and Sproles are pretty similar. They they run the same way, they play the same way. You know, Clement reminds me a lot of Westbrook from back in the day. He's just quicker and yeah. a little smaller. Yeah. But he's that's how he runs, and he reminds me of Westbrook. Um, Sproles is kind of his own hybrid. You know, he's yeah. like a hybrid. You know, receiver, running back, and he's great at it. You know, but Adams runs uh, a little different than all those guys. He has a quick first step. He's uh, patient. You know, not that I would ever compare him to to Le'Veon Bell, but he has that same kind of patience. Um, not not the raw talent that Bell has, obviously. Yeah. But Smallwood to me just doesn't make any sense. He's another. He's another one of the small guys, you know. He fits into the same breed as Clement and uh, and Sproles. So I, I don't know what their, you know, what their whole point was or whatever. But um, you know, I mean, look at look at Adams' late, you know, stats from 2017 when he was with Notre Dame. You know, 1,430 yards rushing. He's averaged almost seven yards a carry. You know, nine touchdowns. Yeah, the, and he went was, undrafted. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is
1: nuts. So. There could be something going on behind the scenes. Who of knows? course, of course. But, but the reality is this: the the, the number four uh, roster spot that we have uh, for our running back isn't going to see any action in reality.
0: Well, that that is very true.
1: So now, true. I don't know if we could have actually put Smallwood on the practice squad, being he's been in the league for three years. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that works I, either.
1: I I really got to try to figure that out because it drives me insane. Uh, yeah, you know when that happens. So, but. But I think that the safest bet for the Eagles at this point, Howie's no idiot. The safest no, no, bet is to is to put Smallwood on the roster if he wants to keep both of them, which clearly he does. Right. Yeah, I don't know why I'm with you. I yeah. don't know why, but well, um, this have
0: like it, it seems like it happens every year, and maybe um, maybe this is why I'm not a you know not a GM, but um, <laughs> it seems like there's somebody that that comes up and or shows up undrafted and. He's better than what we drafted. And, you know, Aguilar. Comment. Perfect. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Aguilar, um, I'm glad he turned it around. Yes. And he was a huge part of that game, um, you know, against Atlanta, yep. which is, I'm glad he fixed it. But, like, uh, they were really patient with him. Like, mo- I don't think a lot of teams would have given him that much time. No. And I think they kind of had a feeling that, like, after the Chip Chip Kelly thing, like, Maybe it was more Chip Kelly than it was Aguilar, and, you know, it, it seemed like, I mean, obviously he went to work, because he's like, you know, full, one of full's favorite targets now all of a sudden, so um, I'm happy for him, you know, am, yeah. and as a slot guy, you know, he's quick, and, and you know, it looks like his hands have been a little fixed, if you will, wow. you know, like Amazing. all of a sudden he can catch, so maybe he was doing some, some jug machine training, or who knows, but... <laughs> um he looks good really good and i'm glad he he got it fixed but he's another example you know a lot of a lot of receivers were coming through that we wanted yes like i know me personally i wanted to see play and you know nope you uh you lose your position to aguilar and that's frustrating when he's playing (laughs) as crappy as he was so um oh man we're sorry we're, we're watching green bay in chicago as we're as we're recording this and uh Father here claimed that that Aaron Rodgers was going to bring the Packers back, and I was like, no prayer, no prayer. And now we're looking at it, and uh, yeah, 20 to 17 with eight minutes left, uh, and I'm pretty sure Chicago's punting. So yeah. this might, <laughs> you might have called this one way ahead. I thought Rodgers was too hurt to bring him back, uh, but no, it does not appear that way at all.
1: Yeah. It looks more like a scripted uh, game for uh, Green Bay. You know? Yeah, Rogers goes out in the first quarter uh, with a with, <laughs> with an ego. Pro- I'm sorry, with an ankle problem. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. And then he comes back and he saves the game. You after, know, after Khalil
0: Mack broke his heart a few yeah. times, but <laughs> the, he looks good. He looks really good. The Bears looked really good in the first half. I don't know what changed now. Um,
1: yeah, are no. they going
0: for it? Um, yes, they are. In the wild, only, it was only third down. Oh, okay. We got it. But yeah. So um i don't know i don't know what's going to happen i'm it's going to be fun to watch the rest of this but um anyway back to this stuff you know it's you're right though it's stuff behind the scenes and how he knows what he's doing and all that but a lot of times you know us as fans we see somebody and again it's preseason so it's hard to know if they're going to be that good you know right, and right. um it's frustrating to say the least Where we, we want to see these guys have a chance to play and you know when you got you know, what everyone else perceives is not the best option starting. It's frustrating for everybody. So I I completely feel for him, and, and I get it, you know. Um, let's talk about Atlanta for a little bit, you know. Uh, let's specifically, let's talk about Julio Jones. Yeah. Because he had a massive game, 169 yards. That's his 40th 100-yard game with Atlanta, which is a Incredible. franchise record. Wow. Um, he is just a bad, bad man. <laughs> you can't guard him. Yeah. You really can't. Here's my issue, though. Why does he disappear in the red zone? <laughs> I mean, the dude had three touchdowns last year? Total? It's insane. Like, what? You have, in my opinion, he's at least the top three receiver. At yeah, least. you I know with that. Maybe top two. Him and Antonio Brown might be the best two receivers in the league. Yeah. There's a lot of kids coming up that are, are really good, too. But I think if I had to go, if you need to pick two receivers, I'd be like, yeah, Julio's up there and, and, and maybe, you know, whatever. But... Julio Jones, in my opinion, is still a very, very elite receiver. I just don't understand what happens with them in the red zone with him.
1: Uh, I, you know, I, I don't have an answer for that at all. I cannot figure it right. out. Um, but in truth, if I'm playing Atlanta and someone says, "Yeah, you know, he's gonna he's gonna take about a buck seventy-five out of you." yards but no touchdowns. I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah, I'm we'll going to fine it. with that.
0: <laughs> Reminds me every time we play Arizona and yeah. Larry Fitzgerald absolutely shreds us. I don't know why. It's been that way for years. Yes. Um, you know, he does get his touchdowns every once in a while, but same thing. Like if you if you can bend don't break kind of deal, I guess it's it's better than nothing, but um he's going to have a massive season and and if you got him on your fantasy team, congratulations cuz yeah, he's gonna have an absolutely gigantic season. It's gonna be awesome. I'm a big Julio fan. I I don't like Atlanta a whole lot, obviously. And if they're playing the Eagles, obviously I'm not rooting for them. But I'm a big Julio Jones fan. Gotcha. I think he is a, um, you know, generational talent. And I don't, you know, it's hard to say that now though because all these kids come up, and all of a sudden they're you know Antonio Brown and uh, Juju Smith Juicer, whatever his name is, is Juju Smith Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to say. Anyway, yeah, we'll call him Juju for now. But yeah, I mean, look at him. What he did, you know. And uh, you know, you got you know who who else do you think offhand? Off, Obj. You know, Obj. Of course. Yeah, yeah he got um, paid.
1: But you know, but he's a giant. So
0: yes, you know, we don't <laughs> we don't care about that too much. But it seems like every season there's another receiver that comes up. But you have your main core, you yes. know, and those guys are good, and they're always good. And, you know, he makes Matt Ryan look good. Even, you know, some of these catches are pretty insane, you know, and he makes it, he makes it look good. So, um, good on him, you know. Um, second one down from that is Atlanta's issues in the red zone. Yep. Five red zone trips, you know, and they had one touchdown.
1: Incredible. So,
0: you know, was that, obviously. Was that, was
1: that Atlanta or was that Philadelphia? I'm not sure. I,
0: I want to say both, you know, okay. and <laughs> the Eagles defense was outstanding absolutely outstanding. They had no issues stopping them in the red zone for the most yeah. part. Um they made, you know, first of all the pressure from the front four is insane outstanding. again. They they just don't take a play off. They yeah. really don't. And against the run, they're brutal. Um and they get in those trenches, man. If you're trying to run on them, it's just not going to happen, you know. It's really not. So, um I'd say it's a lot of the Eagles defense, but Atlanta had this issue last year too, you know, and um, I don't know if it's play calling, which seems to be the issue to me, but um, it's hard to blame it all on that. And if it's Matt Ryan, who knows, you know, I just, a, I don't think they have, um, I like Freeman. I think he's a good running back. I don't know why they don't, you know, try to pound the rock with him. Obviously, against the Eagles, it's hard to pound the rock at the goal line, especially. They're gonna they're gonna stuff
1: that thing up really good. But um
0: their offensive coordinator
1: know. is also I wouldn't say young because he's not Sarkeesian. He yeah. is, you know, obviously he was huge in college, did you know oh, yeah. he's been everywhere, done everything. But this is only his second year in in the pros. Right. So both last year and this year, Atlanta had the exact same issue in the red zone. Correct. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that based on the talent that they put on the field and that specific change once they once he came on board. Yeah, I'm gonna say that's a weakness in his arsenal. It's true.
0: It's true, and I don't know if it's maybe um, because he he did from you know come from the college game. It, it's it's different in college. You know the the guys aren't as quick, and you can run a post route and hit somebody in the corner and the whole one foot rule is, is very helpful for wide receivers and tight ends, you know? So I don't know, you know, and Atlanta is very talented. They have an insanely good receiving core and mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. even tight end wise, you know, it's just, so for me, it, it seems I'm, I'm going to go with you. It seems like a little dysfunctional on the, on the coordinator side and um, which worked out great for us. But for them going forward, is it something they're going to need to address? And, you know, it it seems like it. And it's one game, so it's hard. And especially, like, the first game is always sloppy. Like, yeah, it's hard to be like, oh, well, they sucked. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, um, one thing I can say, and this is the next point on here, is that going back to the Eagles defense, they looked ready to roll from the outset. You know, and there was a lot of questions because – oh, they didn't all play together in the preseason. And is it going to be Super Bowl hangover from the book tours and this and that and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, no prayer. You know, like, not with that group. No. No prayer. You know, Hicks, we already talked about him, looked amazing. My favorite, favorite player from that game, Ronald Darby, hands down. Yeah. Wow. Did he look insanely ready? Oh, my gosh. He was definitely ready. He he looked like he had a chip (laughs) on his shoulder. Yes. You know, and when he was guarding Julio, we didn't have that issue. He wasn't getting that wide open. Nope. Three really, really good pass defenses with no mm. pass interference penalties, um, which is crazy because we'll go over that later. But however many penalties were in that game, oh my gosh. you know, and um, I mean, man, he just he just flat out played. He balled out. He was ready. So um, I got, and then of course uh, Chris Long looked really good again. Yes. I'm a huge fan of his anyway, I just because yeah. Yeah. you know. Obviously, his dad, you know, everybody knows his dad, but oh, I think yeah. um, last year basically playing for free kind of deal because, <laughs> you know, he just... I don't know if he didn't think maybe that, you know, the Eagles were going to take him seriously enough to want him on the whole season or what, but he was an awesome part of our Super Bowl run, and, you know, he he looked even better. You know, um, he was in, in Matt Ryan's face a bunch. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, Fletcher Cox, same thing. Obviously, he's just... That dude's an absolute beast. animal, oh, especially it. down the love goal it. line. Yes, he sniffs those you know those running plays out. That that play where they tried to run out outside, you know, um, I think that was their first first possession in the in the red zone. They tried to run, you know, basically to the, I guess to the pylon, you know, and um, yeah, he sniffed that out like nobody's business. For how big he is, the dude moves He's like unbelievable,
1: you know. unbelievable. And of course that is the, the signature of our defense is speed. Oh yeah. And uh, and power of course up front. Of the, our specifically our front four is very very power driven. Oh yeah. But, but the
0: speed. The second oh especially gosh. on the second level. You know normally these these running backs up if they get past, you know, your front four and then get to the second level, they're going to break it for, you know, at least 15 20 yards. Yes. But our linebackers are so quick. And they, you know, honestly, that's starting to become a point of the game. Like yeah. you want a linebacker that's quick enough to be able to cover receivers, and that never used to be the case. You know, <laughs> linebackers were in there to jam tight ends and maybe a crossing route here and there, like lay a lick on somebody on a crossing route. But yeah. now you got to be able to cover. Yes. And you know, it's fun to watch the NFL transition to that stuff because then obviously the the NCAA transitions. That's right. And that's awesome. Like to watch these kids have to kind of tweak their game. You know. And then it goes down to high school. And then to, you know, so it's just cool to see see the game kind of transitioning to more speed driven. I mean, these linebackers are running like four six, four seven 4'7", at, at the combine, which Crazy. is just nuts. Yes. I mean, I remember linebackers couldn't even break five, you know, for a long time. <laughs> and they were big. You wanted big linebackers, you know. like So, I mean, Trotter comes into, comes into mind. Jeremiah Trotter comes yes. into mind. He was an absolute animal. Still one of my favorite Eagles of all time. But... Uh yeah he was a big guy he was an absolute beast but he was big he ain't running no four seven I'll tell no, you that no, much no. you know and I don't think he could cover cover too many receivers nowadays either so yeah
1: but you know but on the flip side the worst nightmare for a running back is Trotter mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there is absolutely no doubt about I that at want all to see him in the lineup um you know so that that was fun and then um, Brandon Graham pretty much you know right where he left off yeah. he was like, Yeah, no problem. Let me uh, you know, strip sack uh, <laughs> Brady in the Super Bowl and then come back and yeah, I'm in Matt Ryan's face and I'm stopping the run and he's I wasn't a huge fan of his at first. Uh-huh. You know, he looked kind of laxadaisical and um,
1: You're talking about in his first couple
0: years. Yes. Okay, yes. I'm with you. And, you know, coming out of coming out of college is kinda the same thing. Like, you know, he was I don't want to call him highly touted, but the Eagles were high on him. Yes, super high on him, and they were, um, which apparently they saw something that I I didn't see at first, you know. And um, God, he looks good now, though he Yo, wants to play, man. you know. And, and man, they look absolutely brutal. Um, I don't know if there's a better front seven in the league. I'd be hard pressed to find anybody. The Rams obviously on paper look really good. We'll find out tomorrow if they are that good. Exactly. And if he can control all those egos, because that's a lot of personality, you know. Uh, if he can, that's a whole other story, because that's going to be um, on paper they look good. Reminds yes, me thinking. of the Eagles' dream team. Yes, did, exactly. That didn't work out thinking. at all. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I think he's going to be fine. You know, I don't I don't know. Um, I have the Rams really really high on my on my list of of teams and um like i said super bowl picks at the end we'll go i think we'll go through the playoffs we can we can pick our our playoff tree at least a little bit and and go from there so um we'll, we'll do that in a little bit uh and then i had a bennett on here as well you know he made his debut obviously and um i thought he looked really good i mean he didn't look great you know i wasn't like oh this guy's you know exactly what we did but He looked like the Bennett I expected. You know, I was like, okay, no problem. Um, He looked good. I mean, good enough anyway, I guess, right?
1: I think that what he does is he fits our scheme and our team very well. For sure. that's, like, huge for who we are and what we do.
0: Well, and how they, you know, they basically run, like, a hockey lineup, it seems like, (laughs) because, you know, they're substituting people in as quick as they can and, I don't know. He fits in really well. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. He fits in really well. We're taking a peek over here. Looks like at least they're in. Bears are in. Uh, looks like they're in field goal range now. So they might they might be putting some points up here for sure. If Green Bay can hold them to a field goal, that'd be big. Then touchdown takes the takes the W. I think they're trying to work this clock though. Yes. Oh, what a seam! Oh man, Howard. Okay. Um, yeah. Good. So. Anyway, so yeah, I thought the defense looked really good. Uh, offense, not so much, but thankfully for our defense, we uh, we killed it. So, um, you know, um, let's get into some things that are hairy and I know a lot of people don't like to talk about, but let's go, let's go catch rule. Um, Julio Jones specifically had a 52-yard uh, catch uh-huh. that was called a no-catch. Yes. Um, even as an Eagles fan, I'm not sure why. Um, they said he was out of bounds without possession but it it looked to me and this is the problem like he landed on his back and had the ball and then his shoulder went out of bounds Uh and they said he was bottling the ball or whatever obviously i was happy that they called it incomplete but it comes back to this rule of nobody knows what it catches you know and it's it's frustrating you know like there's still people that think Zachert's, you know, game Super Bowl winning touchdown wasn't a touchdown because the ball came out of his hand. And that's stupid. If you know the rule, that's a touchdown. It yeah. The ball crosses the line. doesn't matter. That's right. You know, so... a runner at that point. Correct. Correct. But it goes back to the same thing. Like, why is it okay for the NFL to have these rules set like this where nobody can... And it's different game to game. That's the real big issue. Yes. You know, if they had a... And I know they tried to redo the rules, you know, or whatever, Um, which is, I mean, that's them. That's what, that's neither here nor there. The rules are the rules and that's what it is. But the problem is that the refs all interpret them differently. So, you know, you got, that's called incomplete and other guys, you know, oh yeah, this is a touchdown. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things I, I I don't, I don't like it. And I know um, rule-wise specifically, like there's a lot of things that people don't like right now. And I think even players don't like they miss it. You got it. Nailed it. All right. So yeah, 23, 17, uh, bears right now, two minutes and 39 seconds left. So, Rodgers going to take them down, score a touchdown. That's they're going to win think, 24, yep. 23. So anyway, but you know, like the helmet rule, obviously the new hitting uh, rule is brutal. And I feel bad. Like, honestly, if I was a defender, I'd be in, in high school or college, I'd be trying to switch to offense because yeah. I get what they're trying to do. They want the game to be more, um, I don't know what fast paced and, you know, more offensive. They want points scored, um, which I get. Like, that's what people like to see. But there's also a lot of people that like defense, like me. I want to see the defense be able to play. Amen. And it's the same thing, though. Nobody knows the rules. You know, like, pass interference, for instance. You know, um, we had, you know, a, uh, was it Wallace? that got pretty much tackled, you know, trying to trying to get a ball. And uh, no, no, no call, call. at no all. Call. And yeah. then, you know, the final play of the game where the ball was probably 10 feet over the receiver's head. Or, well, should have been the final play of the game yes. that they flagged us for, you know. So if they're not going to to do this correctly, there's really no reason to keep changing the rules because each ref is is going to take the rule into their own hands. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, man. It's just it's frustrating as a fan to watch the game. It's frustrating. Um, that's my next thing on here is is the penalties. You know, they called twenty six penalties in that game, and I don't. I don't care if you're an Eagles fan or a Falcons fan. We were all saying the same thing. This is absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Like, what are you doing? And half of these were nothing. Even at, I, as sitting here as an Eagles fan, half of Atlanta's penalties I would not have called. And same thing with the Eagles. Yeah. You know, like oh, oh no, his hands touched him or, or illegal contact or you know, the rules are there for a reason. I, I get that, but you got to let them play. And that really, really jacks with the flow of the game. It
1: really does, absolutely. What, as a matter of fact, it's a real momentum breaker for either team, right, or for both teams, depending on how you're looking at it. For sure. Ste- stepping back into your uh, previous point, the 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 calls are um, meant to do a couple of things. First of all, the NFL is certainly trying to come across as a we care about our players league. Okay, now that's sure in in, in every other aspect. They don't. They don't show any of that whatsoever. So it's it's a, a a lame attempt at best. Right. Second of all, the 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 rules are very vague. Sure. The helmet rule initially was any player uh, coming out and whacking um, uh, another player with their helmet was going to get a, a penalty. Well, guess what? The offensive and defensive line do on every single solitary snap.
0: Drop the head. Helmet to helmet. Yep. I mean
1: every single solitary play. So you know. The, they're unrealistic in their expectations. So, um, the goal, of course, is to is to curtail the concussions. I'm all for sure. that. sure. Of course, of course, uh, we want people getting concussions. But but you're not going to be able to uh, curtail co- concussions by uh, vague rules.
0: Yeah. Well, and the problem with that too is now the the offensive guys, running backs specifically, that already run hard are now just going to drop the helmet because yep. if you hit them in the head, boom, extra fifteen, Done. no problem. And now you're kicked out, you know. So, um, sorry, we're, we're watching here. Third and ten. Uh, what's left? About two minutes left. Two and a half, yeah. yeah. two and a half minutes left. Uh, Rodgers looks a little gimpy. Oh! Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, he's gone.
1: Nope, nope, not quite.
0: Not quite. Oh, I think he's got it. He's got it.
1: He does got Touchdown! it. Touchdown! <laughs> wow! Was that
0: Cobb? Wow. You called that about uh, what? Two hours yeah. ago. And I was like, no prayer. <laughs> I thought that was getting picked though. That went right through that dude's arms. Wow.
1: But they the, left a lot of time uh, on the exactly, bar, though. <laughs> exactly. They definitely left a lot of time. I'm pretty sure they didn't want to score uh, that quickly, but no.
0: You'll take it though. Screw it. But yep. uh, the way Trubisky just drove them down. Who knows? They might get down there and kick a field goal and make it fun again. That's so, all it takes um, is a field goal now. Although the, the the Packers defense looks a lot more ready. Uh, the second half than they did in the first half, they were getting absolutely drug around the field in the first half. So, yeah. uh, that was quite a run by Cobb though. I, oh my gosh. That was all calm. It looks absolutely. all slow mo when he's running. Yeah, it like, does. Oh, Yeah, he just covered 60 yards or whatever it was. So yeah, super enjoyable. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to, back to the penalty, like I'm not going to dwell on it. It is what it is. The rules are what they are now. And, and we're going to see how it affects the game this year. And, um, I'm sure there's a lot of fans that feel the same way like kind of whatever about it so we'll see what happens you know um but yeah 26 penalties in the game is absolutely ridiculous. it's insane absolutely ridiculous yeah. there's no need for that at all for any reason about anything like it, and anybody will tell you that yeah. it's just ridiculous um but yeah we're gonna get off that um and we're gonna get off of the rules and, and catches no catches and penalties it's all part of the game and you got to kind of you know change your game to be able to handle that so um i I can't promise we won't talk about it again we're not going to talk about it again this podcast so (laughs) Uh, but i have a feeling throughout the season there will be plenty of time for us to discuss that kind of stuff so um let's uh let's talk about the eagles cornerback depth because it is in my opinion one of the uh, strongest, I uh, strongest it's a weird word to say strongest, but definitely one of the deepest cornerback pools we've had in a long time. And, uh, you uh, know, yes, um, obviously, Jalen Mills a- after last year, everyone's pretty really impressed with him, but, um, uh, like I said, Ronald Darby was absolutely insane, and I think he's gonna have a great year. Sydney Jones looked really good, which I was super stoked for. Yes, um, I know a lot of Eagles fans were pissed we drafted him when he was hurt, and I'm like. Have you seen the kid play? Yes. He's worth it. Exactly. And he was. And and he looked really good. And that was his first kind of, like I said, the preseason doesn't matter. That was his first touch, of, uh, taste of NFL action. And yes. Having to go up against Julio Jones and that receiving core in Atlanta as your first test. That's good for you. Yeah. Real good for you. Kind of humbling, you know. Like, yes. I am not as fast as these guys, that's for sure. <laughs> but I think he figured out how to play, how to jam a little bit at the line. I know a lot of cornerbacks don't do that anymore, but... Um, he was definitely up on the line a little closer. Um,
1: well, he's quick really enough to recover, so right, uh, yeah,
0: right, yeah. You know, um, probably one of my favorite things of the game was when Rasul Douglas came in and uh, you know to replace. I think I think it was Darby went out for a player so because he banged his knee or whatever. So Rasul Douglas comes in and boom, interception. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Coming off the bench and getting an interception, and he got no problems. You know, um, obviously I, I don't. I don't think Avante Maddox got in other than on special teams. I don't, I don't remember I don't, yeah. seeing him, but uh, still another young kid that's really talented. So I don't – this is one of my favorite, you know, secondaries. We can go even into safeties, and obviously uh, McLeod is, is really good, and, you know, you can't even talk about Jenkins. Yeah, he's that's, that's he's at least, in my opinion, top five safety in the league, yeah. no question. Uh, but Corey Graham looked really good.
1: He does look um, good.
0: You know, especially on the over coverage, um, it seems like he he was kind of realizing when uh, when guys needed help a little better than um, you know than I expected for the first game anyway. You know, it's the first time these guys have all actually played together for the most part. Yep. Um, I'm interested to see DeAndre Hall now that he's on the actual depth chart. Um, that was a trade we got with the Bears, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how. How he does?
1: Um, we don't know anything about him. I yeah, mean, we haven't seen him even take a snap. Yet, no, so. and
0: I I know he doesn't have a great, um, a great track record with the Bears. You know, so uh, he hasn't looked great in the NFL. We'll put it that way. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. I I think our defense is one of those defenses that um, kids come in and, and maybe they're not great, but they are good. And and you know the way they learn and. Um, coaching, obviously, is a huge, yep. huge part of that. Yep. Coach and him up. I was really happy that he did not leave for a head coaching job yeah. <laughs> this offseason because I figured there was going to be a lot of people knocking. Yes. A lot of people knocking. So, thankfully – he wanted to stay with us. What was was the Lions' his last head coach game? Yes, uh huh. And uh-huh. obviously that didn't go well. So, well, you
1: know, oddly enough, actually, it did go very well with him. He took over a very that, poor uh, Lions. Took him you to know the what? playoffs. You
0: are you are very very right about that. Yep. And Stafford under him looked really good. Yes, looked really good. But you're right. You're right about that. It's it's not fair to say that it. You know, whatever. But I'm glad he stuck around. I'll Amen. just put it that way. Amen. Our that. defense. He reminds me a lot of. Uh, of Johnson. Wow. You know? And that's, that's, that's high praise, ever, that's yes. high <laughs> praise, but he's his mind works the same way. It seems like, yes. And he does, the great thing is he doesn't have to blitz to get pressure with how good our front four is. He doesn't have to blitz to get pressure. And when you don't have to blitz to get pressure, that opens the door for so much more stuff. It's amazing. Um, And what he's able to do with the linebackers and, you know, it's awesome to watch his mind work. And then, it's like a chess match and he's got a good handle on everything. Yes. He's doing great. What, how much time we got left here? About 2 um, minutes now. Two oh yeah, minutes, just must just hit 15, the 2 minute yep. warning. So, uh, I believe Chicago has the ball still. Oh yeah, they're back at the what, 13-yard line roughly. Yes. Interesting. Well, we'll see what happens
1: with that for yeah, sure. Green Bay is not known for a, an except, exceptional defense. so no. We'll see what happens here.
0: No, they could run right down there and kick a field goal and ruin this guy's uh, these guys' home opener. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, We'll see. Trubisky hasn't been in this kind of position, so this will be interesting for him yeah. for sure. Uh, he has looked a lot better today, though, than I anticipated because after last year, I was like, well, this kid's just a, a spot filler, you know? So we'll see what happens there. Uh, we got... Yeah, we're down to our, our number one uh, thing on my list, which was the Philly Special 2.0. Yes. And we were talking about this the other day, but the great thing was it wasn't a, yo, we're going to shove this in your face because we can. It was a let's do something to kickstart the offense, and that's exactly what it did. Exactly. So I love it. The statue from, from Budweiser is <laughs> awesome and, <laughs> and all that. But it's the play itself was great because it was in the Super Bowl and everyone's going to remember that, at least on our side. Any Eagles fan and any Patriots fan is going to remember that. So the statue and everything is great, but what it really speaks to me is that Peterson realized that the offense was stagnant, and they weren't doing anything. We were having a hard time moving the ball other than when they were running it with with Jay, and and I don't know what happened with the play calling there, but anyway, um, he realizes when stuff is going a rye I guess would be the best way to put it and he's like this is what we're gonna do or we're gonna do this or we're gonna you know run a reverse or an end around or anything yeah <laughs> so dad lost his water bottle <laughs> sit right here on the floor we just missed it <laughs> um, thankfully for producers they found it um I'm kind of a big deal yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, you are big deal for sure um but, yeah, it it was nice to see them do something to kickstart the offense, whether it was a Philly special or an end around or, a, you know, a screen pass, you know, or whatever. Um, this one was fun because Aguilar threw a really good pass. He really a did. really <laughs> good pass. So it's nice to know we got him and, uh, well, unfortunately, Burton's gone. But, yes. you know, um, he will forever be infamy as is, is the Philly special guy in the Super Bowl. But um, it was just nice to see even in the first game, him realized that we gotta do something to get the offense going because it's really boring right now, and that's exactly what he did, and he made it work. Did he catch that? Nope, he did not. Oh, was that third down?
1: That was third down, Pretty, fourth and nine now. Wow. Yeah, that might have been it. That was not a good throw. Well, they're on. They're inside their own twenty. It's uh oh. Uh-oh. Flag on the defense. Oh. Automatic first down. <laughs> oh. There it is, the penalty bug. That, that ref's not from Chicago, is he? I'm just asking. Uh, I don't just think asking. so.
0: What do they call it? Pass interference? I didn't yeah. even see the call. It had to be uh, holding. Or it might have or... been holding. Oh, that's what they called?
1: Oh, that was oh, stupid. You um, dummy. Yeah, that was stupid. Way to go,
0: Clay. And... That was a dumb move. Yep. Let me hit it. And he went high. Andy, yeah, what an idiot. Yeah, here's 15 and a first down. You dumbass.
1: So they had the game in the hand. Yep, we'll and see what he just trashed that. Yep. Yep.
0: Well, you know they still got a ways to go, but there's still plenty of time. A minute well, and 40 I mean, seconds. Yeah. Wow, what a catch! You know
1: they're at midfield now, so yep. they don't have much much to go. No, 15 yards until they're in range
0: yep. and and go from there. So exactly.
1: Um, I did
0: have a little bonus point, and it was, uh, because punters don't get any love, and I'm I'm not a punter fan, but um, there are a few punters that I really like, you know, Pat McAfee, shout out to you. Cause I love your podcast. Um, but Cameron Johnson from Ohio state, uh, is the Eagles punter now had to replace Donnie Jones, which is a big task. Yes, it is. Donnie Jones was, uh, so much so that he was an all, you know, he was a honorable mention captain at this game. So, you know, Donnie Jones is well loved, but the kid has an absolute cannon for a leg. He averaged 52 yards a punt <laughs> and had one that was called back that was almost 70 yards. Wow. You know, and that's when they that got was called back. That was yes. bullshit. Yes. That was bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, give that kid his punt, man. That's it's his right. first game. He's got 70 yards on his stat record. It's going to look awesome. Um, But yeah. So uh, shout out to you, Mr. Johnson. You looked awesome. I'm super stoked that yes. you're an Eagle and uh, you're only going to get better, which is even scarier wow. because. Yeah,
1: that, He's, he's going to put us in a lot of really good positions. He really yeah. is.
0: I mean, you know, with how the offense was going, it was hard to get inside the 20 from where we were punting from, but he was pinning them back deep, oh, and um, he kicks high. So the 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 whole team <laughs> has a chance to get down. There's going to be a lot of fair catches on his punts, I'll um, put it that way. And you, I'm you really know. happy about that. Yeah, because really punt returns are dangerous. Yes. They really are, especially now. These kids are so damn fast and so shifty. They don't have to do anything, and boom, they're gone. You know, um, uh oh, nope, nope. Oh, I thought it was a pick. So, well, that's all I have for this notes. Should we delve into a, a little bit of playoffs and, and predictions on who we who we think? I'm gonna grab a pen here and write these down so we have them for our for our records. <laughs> um, we'll we'll start with you. We'll go with you on the AFC. Uh, I don't expect you to give me an order of anything, but let's go with what is it? Eight teams, I guess that that we would be that we'd be seeing in the playoffs from you.
1: My my uh, picks are going to be awfully similar to last year's. Okay, uh, because I really really like Kansas City. Okay, um, they had a fairly closer than needed to be uh, game today, but I really like Kansas City. Um, oh, strip sack. Green Bay ball. Oh. oh, that's the game. <laughs> On a strip sack. Yep. Clay wow. Matthews is a happy camper now. Yeah, now you. he
0: doesn't look like an idiot. Well, his hair still looks idiotic. Yeah, but yeah. Other than that. Oh, that's rough for Trubisky. Yeah, I feel that's that's for a the shame. kid. I was really hoping he was going to take. It. I didn't I don't care who wins. Like uh gr- obviously Grandpa was a huge huge Green Bay fan, so yes. it's always nice for them to win for him, but um yeah. Wow. Incredible. Yep. Well, what ending? So Kansas City. Sorry, we're so cutting I do you like off Kansas City. And okay. New,
1: you have to take New England. Um, I think that they have some issues this year, but let's face it, they're New England. Right. And uh, they're an extremely weak division, so I think that that's a no-brainer. Um, I like Pittsburgh. I like Jacksonville, um, who I do not like. Is Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> that is very
0: warranted after that shit show they put on today. Because yeah. holy cow!
1: Wow, I um, was
0: stunned. I don't think Baltimore is good either. No, I don't. I don't have them as a playoff team. Neither do I. Um, maybe second place in that division, just because I don't think Cincinnati and Cleveland are ready to, to take that spot yet. But yeah, yeah. Um, they made them look like you know a two seed today. So.
1: Absolutely. Holy shit, amazing. 47
0: points to – and, you know, what, Peterman or Pierman or whatever <laughs> the dude's name is that might as well be not a quarterback anymore. So, anyway, so Kansas City, New England, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Who else do you like?
1: Um, you know, I, I'm really in the air. I, I think that uh, – I, I really want to say Denver, but I don't think they have a prayer of even a sure. wild card. Um, I like. I just like Denver. So. Yeah,
0: of course. <laughs> I mean, we're, that's where we're here. So it, I'm not a Denver fan, so it yeah. doesn't hurt me at all to say uh, they did look good today. Uh, but I don't think Seattle's good either. So no. it, it looked like they looked decent, but I don't. I don't think they really did. No. You know? Well, what so. I,
1: I think that um, uh, you know their new savior at quarterback. Three, three interceptions. Um, uh, very true. That's, that's very true. Y- you don't normally throw three interceptions and win a game. So it's
0: well in my, <laughs> my prediction for them at the beginning of the year was that they'd be fighting with Oakland for the bottom spot. Uh-huh. And I still think that's the case. I still think they're going to be hunting for a coach. You yep. know, I don't think Vance Joseph is a good head coach. He's yeah. a good defensive coach, not a good head coach. Um, and now I don't know. I-, I like Keenum. I think I don't, I get what the Vikings did because they had a chance to get Cousins for a lot of money. Um, But I think Keenum kind of took that, you know, a little bit personal. And I would have, too. I'm like, I just took you to the (laughs) championship game, and this is the the thanks I get, you know? Exactly. So I think today, especially on the interception side, I think he had a little bit of a, a chip trying to prove himself again, if you will. So. I don't expect him to throw three interceptions a game every game. No. Um, I have a feeling going forward he's going to be very protective with the ball. Um, it's not like they have bad receiving core. You know, yeah. Sanders is, is still really quick and still really good. Uh, Demaryius Thomas obviously is an absolute monster. So I think they're going to be okay. I just don't see them getting past. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I don't see them getting past that division. I think the Chargers and the Chiefs are both better than them. So well. Um you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens going forward. But um, I said, you know, I said probably week six, week seven, they were going to be calling for him to get fired. Yep. And then I didn't think you know, he'd last, last six. So um, same thing, quarterback. I think if if Keenum doesn't, they won today, so nobody's going to care about the interceptions. But right. uh, if that happens and they lose, there is going to be <laughs> there's going to be some calling for for him. So we'll see what happens. You never really know. Um, but yeah, so. Uh you got four.
1: Who who else are you looking at? Um i I definitely want to stick with Tennessee as well. Mm. Uh, but my, my goofy pick and I certainly know that they uh, they lost today. Yeah. But I don't like the Texans. I like I, the Texans. Well
0: they they opened with, with New England. You're right. And at New England. So and they made it close. Yeah. And they looked really bad in the first half. I was like, dude, this kid is not ready to come back yet. He does not look good at all. Does not look comfortable. And they melded it out and found a way to get at least climb back in it. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I, I like Houston too. I th- I think they're a decent squad for sure.
1: But those are the teams that I like. Okay. Now I know I I, I need to find two teams that will round things out. Sure. Um, I and I and I I don't have them. You don't have them yet. I really don't. I don't blame you. <laughs> I
0: don't blame you. Well, let's say you give me two real quick, and we'll and even if they're just oddball ones, we won't we okay. won't hold it too much uh-huh. against you. But just to fill west. out this, and then we can go to your your Super Bowl pick. Okay. Well, actually, we so, need to do the NFC too. So.
1: Yep. Um, <clears throat> trying to see who I uh, I've got the West, East, South. I'd really love to put the Colts in there, but I, I, I just I really got to look at the game and see what happened today. Yeah, uh, I know they lost, but I don't know how they lost.
0: Yeah, I don't, um, I don't think they're right Like, it could happen because I, I'm a really, really big believer that Andrew Luck is is an insanely good, good quarterback. Yes, uh, I just don't think they're there, talent wise, as a whole yet, uh-huh. as much as I would like to think they are. So I'm with you for sure. Um, but we could put them in there. You know, I just, I don't see it either, no, unfortunately. No, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Is um, that right? How many teams normally? It would be six. No, we're good. Yeah, six. Yeah, you're right. That would be full, because there'd be, there's only six seeds.
1: Right. Yeah, that's so you're it. good. You're okay.
0: full. I'm like, hold up. We're we're going a little overboard here. <laughs> All right, so that's your AFC picks. Let's go NFC real quick.
1: NFC, um, I'm definitely going to Philadelphia. Okay. Minnesota. Okay. Um, definitely the Rams.
0: L A. Okay.
1: Atlanta. Uh, New Orleans.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Let me see. (laughs) Who am I missing here? (laughs) Man, there's so many good teams uh, in the the NFC. NFC Actually, is just unbelievably stacked. Like stacked, stacked. Um, I might even throw the Panthers in there.
0: Carolina. Yeah. That would be insane, again, to have three from that South Division. Like but last year, they're same. They're good. They,
1: did, did they do three last I, year?
0: Yeah. New, Orleans, yeah, New Orleans, Carolina, and Atlanta all made it last year, yeah. too. So. I'm, I'm not
1: so sure about Carolina. I've got a lot yeah. of faith in Atlanta and New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know about Carolina. But um, I think, realistically, the Philadelphia, Minnesota, and, and the Rams are the cream of the crop in the NFC.
0: I don't disagree with that at all. Um, I think they're... Um, Shit, they're just stacked they were last year, and they all improved, which is yeah, nuts. Yeah, exactly.
1: To think about how
0: good they were last year, and then they all got better. It's yep. absolutely insane. It's going to be
1: incredible playoffs. It I'm really is. You. It really <laughs> is.
0: So, Super Bowl game. Who do you got playing who? And then give um, me a score, and we'll have In the saved. Super Bowl?
1: Yeah. Um, I've got Kansas City and Philadelphia. Okay. A little um,
0: Andy Reid, little protege game. That'd bet, be all yeah. right.
1: You bet. And I'm thinking 35-27, Philadelphia.
0: All right, I like that. I'd be super stoked if that happened for sure. <laughs> so we'll put pops on this wreck here, and yes, we wrote it down. So at the end of the season, we can see how on or off we were. Um, I'm gonna go with my uh, AFC teams first, and we'll do. Um, I'm gonna look a lot like you. I think. Um, I think the. Uh, Chief- I think the Chiefs are gonna win that division, no problem. Uh, but I think. The Chargers are going to get a wild card spot. Wow! So I'm going to have L.A. in mind. Um, it's more wishful thinking, but I I do think they have the talent to do it this okay. year. And I would really like to see Phillip Rivers do something. You know, I. It's hard to be like, well, he's trash because he's never made the playoffs a bunch or he's never done anything. But he is a good quarterback, and uh, you know, I just it would be nice to see the Chargers do something. So I'm going to have them as a wild card spot. That may be a, a no brainer, or it may be a horrible pick. We'll find out. We'll see. Um, yep. New England, of course, that division is trash. Always has been, always will be. And they're until the Jets get better, I do like Sam Darnold. I think, you know, the Jets are kind of slowly rising and waiting for the Patriots and Brady to kind of <laughs> Brady to hang it up and Belichick to be done. And then I think the Jets are probably the next, you know, kind of runner up. So I'd be good with that. It's going to be crazy to see who. A who takes over for Belichick when that happens, and B uh, Brady. I think he said he want to play until he's like 45, 46, another three or four years. So yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? The Jets may be waiting another another three or four years to say anything there. So um, I'm with you. I like Pittsburgh too. Same thing with that division though. I don't. I don't like it. I don't. You know. I I think Baltimore looked really good today, but I don't think they're good. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and then I'm with you. I like Houston too. I think the Texans are, are good. I think that's their division. No problem. Um, I don't know who else I like in the AFC. I'm I don't like Tennessee a whole lot. I do like them because uh, I'm a huge Mariota, Mariota fan. Yes. No, no question. <laughs> Obviously, being an Oregon fan, like I love Mariota and I want to see him succeed. And it's it's just hard to be like. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. they're there, you know. And I, I think they have some holes. Um, so I'm going to go Jacksonville as my, um, I don't know. I like Jacksonville as, a as lot. my other. I think they might win that division, and then, you know, Houston ends up as a wild card, or vice versa. Yep. It's kind of the same thing in the in the NFC, which we'll go to right now, um, with Atlanta and New Orleans. Yes. I do have New Orleans winning the division, um, despite what happened today with, with the Buccaneers, I think was a fluke. Uh, I think they underestimated him and mm-hmm. came in thinking that mm-hmm. when is Fitzpatrick going to have another game like that? Let's be <laughs> honest.
1: <laughs> he has a game like that every time you do not expect right, him to ever play football again. And I'm you like, know? well,
0: you know, uh, what I do like about him playing like that is that we perhaps have come to the end of James Winston, which would be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got into it, I think on the first podcast where I spoke about what was going on with him with that Uber driver yes. and the suspension and, how all of a sudden he got four games instead of six, and I have zero respect for that kid. Yeah. And um, and that's what he is—he's a kid, unfortunately, and cannot grow up. So um, it is what it is. Like whatever, who cares? So yeah. Anyway, New Orleans—I have win in that division. I'm gonna run through the divisions. Uh, Philadelphia, obviously, win in the East. Uh, I don't see any of those teams challenging them yet. Yeah. Um, I think. I think the the Giants are going to jump the Cowboys this year, though. That'd be great. Um, I can live with that. I don't. I, I think the Giants are going to be eight and eight, and I think the the Cowboys are going to be seven and nine. So not a huge difference there, but I just don't think the Cowboys are good. Like I don't think the Panthers are great either. And for them, that mm-hmm. Panther defense to hold them to eight points, not not a good look for <laughs> sure. So same with the Giants, but the Giants play Jacksonville. Who is a good defense? Yes, so, exactly. Um, you know, and they hung tough with them. Saquon Barkley looked amazing. I was stoked about that. Um, I'm a Barkley it, fan. I gotta I am, be honest with I you. Am. <laughs> since he's on my fantasy team, I get full reign to be able to root for him whenever nice. I want. So that worked out well for me for sure. Um, so yeah. So anyway, New Orleans, Philadelphia. Um, I'm with you. I think I still think Minnesota. Um, it's hard to bet bet against Aaron Rodgers, though. It really is. But I'm gonna go Minnesota on that division. Um, it's hard though with Rogers being back. I don't know that division is going to get tougher, but, um, <laughs> I do think cousins is, is an upgrade from Keenum. Yeah. And, um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. They look good today. That's for sure. So who knows? Um, so yeah, Minnesota. And then, uh, what am I left with? What division am I left with? That's South East West. No, I don't have West yet yeah, west. North. I need a West team. Um, I'm with you, the Rams. I don't, I don't see, I don't see San Francisco being any sort of challenge for them yet. Um, and finally, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy lost G, G lost, him, lost yeah. his game finally, <laughs> so which we all knew was going to happen eventually. I did not think it was going to be today. No, um,
1: that was a surprise. Uh, it
0: was. I thought they were going to be okay. Um, I'm going to get a little different from you. I, I do think Atlanta's going to get a wild card spot, okay. but I'm going to go Green Bay with my second wild card spot. It's a good pick, just because it's hard to pick against Rodgers. and um, the way he just came back today, (laughs) it kind (laughs) of kind of backs it up a little bit. So um, my Super Bowl picks, though, um, I'm going to um, I'm going to go Pittsburgh, even though they didn't look great today, Um, and I have them playing the LA Rams. Wow, that was my. I do not like picking against my Eagles, obviously. (laughs) and on like, it, like, it, this is just my head picking. Like, so, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go Hart, and we're going to go, uh, it is going to be Pittsburgh, and it's going to be Philly. And I think we're going to have an all Pennsylvania Super Bowl. And it's awesome. going to be awesome. And uh, Big Ben's going to go out, throw three touchdown passes, but he's going to get outdueled by Wentz. I think, um, a at that. I think Wentz will, will run. So I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go 41 to 35. Wow. I think would be. Kind of like last year, actually, yeah. would be great. Um, I think, A, I just think our offense would have no, no problem putting up 41 points, just like I don't think Pittsburgh would have an issue putting up 35. Yeah. My issue with Pittsburgh, obviously, is the Le'Veon Bell situation. It seems like it is hanging over that team extremely bad, and they can't keep their mouth shut about it. Yes. So um, I really like Kansas City, too. It's just hard being from the Andy Reid era to to <laughs> see him getting there yeah. with Patrick Mahomes, who... Looked wow. amazing today, you yeah. don't get me wrong, but he is a kid still, you know. So who knows in the spotlight what he looks like, but he played really well. I I love the pick. I would love to see Kansas City get to the Super
1: Bowl. And let's face it, Andy Reid uh, has, has a history of getting to the playoffs every single solitary year, just not much further than that. Correct,
0: so. correct. And it's I would love to see that happen for them, just for the fact. And I would love to see him play Philly. That would be awesome. Yes. You You really can't – you can't really put that into words because it would be – you know protege uh the coach andy reed's coaching tree itself is amazing going crazy and now it's just nuts (laughs) the dude's you know bred so many so many head coaches at this point it's crazy um we got a few minutes still so let's just burn through some scores from today just for the fun of it so we can laugh at some people uh let's start laughing at the giants because that was hilarious i'm up for Um, that (laughs) don't get me wrong like jacksonville is not a team to laugh about um but you thought that they would be better. I mean, Odo Beckham had 111 yards, which is great. Uh-huh. Saquon looked amazing. You know, 106 yards and a touchdown for him. Um, Eli looked like crap as usual. Uh, 23 of 37 mm-hmm. for 224 and a pick. So uh, same kind of deal, I guess. You know, they're kind of they kind of look the same to me like they, they did last year. Yes. So I do think they're going to be they better. Tatum would win too. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Saquon Barkley. So I think I think they're going to win a few more. Steelers Browns tying. I I I have no idea what happened here. I like their their uh, stats here for Roethlisberger got cut off after his touchdown. They they couldn't show the four interceptions or three interceptions whatever it was. You know. Um, I don't think Cleveland's defense is that good. So my pick for the Super Bowl kind of made me a little nervous today. But I think they'll straighten it out. Um, Well, and truthfully, they've
1: got a lot on their minds, um, you know. Oh, yeah. what's Le'Veon having for breakfast. Right. That we're not, you know. Well, and
0: and I think what Connor did today should take a little bit of focus off Le'Veon. I mean, he only had 17 carries for, um, I'm sorry, 31 carries, my apologies, for 135 yards and two touchdowns. That's outstanding. So it's possible that may ease this transition a little bit. And it's pretty clear that, that Le'Veon's not coming back. Cause they're, and it's pretty clear that they don't want to give him a contract. So, um, uh, if I was them, I'd trade him and, and move on and, and get, you know, honestly, it's a distraction right now.
1: Yes. And, um, well, the surprising thing is the teammates are talking about it. Right. They never, that never happens. That, yeah. Never so, happens.
0: Um, and they weren't talking nice. You know, it's yeah. not like they were like, man, well, we wish we had him back. It was more of a, well, we're a team and we don't care about him kind of deal. So, um cincinnati beating the Colts, which was strange to me andrew luck looked really good though 300 yards two touchdowns um mixing though for cincinnati you know other than his little domestic violence you know video or whatever um he looked good he looked really good and um you know 95 yards and a touchdown aj green looks a little back in shape if you will um only six catches but you know 90 yards and a touchdown so that's a nice stat line real nice stat line um, and the fact that the Bengals were able to put up 34 is is on the road that is pretty is impressive. Surprising. It's pretty impressive. <laughs> so not that the Colts defense is anything to be like super stoked about, but um, it kind of is what it is. Uh, Dolphins somehow beat the Titans, which was just not good. Did you happen to see that that blindside hit on Le'won Taylor Le'won that started the the, the whole bra. skirmish? Yeah, yeah,
1: I did. Yeah, um, cheap shot. Yeah, big
0: time yeah. on alignment. It's just it's unnecessary. That's the kind of crap they're trying to get out of the game. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see what the NFL does about that.
1: Um, you know, it's funny because it, the Titans and Dolphins are two teams that I, I cannot figure out for the life of me. Right. Um, you know, I want I want Tennessee to do well. Yes. Um, but Dolphins, I, I just don't know where they are. Yeah. Um, I'd love the
0: Dolphins to do well just because they're division. Back, but... You know, like it'd be nice to see yeah. <laughs> See yeah. somebody do something. Um, Deion Lewis, though, looked great in his in his Tennessee debut. Yeah. Um, not a ton of yards, only seventy-five yards, but did score a touchdown. Um, looked a little similar to what we expected from from you know a New England product, but. It's kind of crazy taking a New England guy because <laughs> sometimes they're really, really good and sometimes they completely <laughs> fall off the map. Uh, Kenny Stills from Miami looked really good. Four catches for 100 yards and two touchdowns. That's a, that's, it's, that's it's, a it's damn a good stat nice, line. Yeah. so nothing bad there. Uh, the Niners getting beat by the Vikings. I'm not really surprised about that. No, I'm um, not either. I mean, I, I kind of thought the, the Niners were, were going to pull it off just because, um, you know, first game... This, that, yada, yada, yada. It, it, I don't know. Cousins, to me, is not an elite quarterback, I don't think. Um, I, I don't know why. I know a lot of people are high on him, yeah. and, and that's fine. They, they have full right to be. He always puts up stats. There's no question there. It's just the bigger games, he kind of disappears. So, um, yeah, Vikings, of course, look good. Uh, Jimmy G still look good. It's not like he looked bad. I have Matt Braid on my on my fantasy team, and he sucked it up for me big time. <laughs> Let me average three yards of carry for you. Ouch. Uh, so that was painful. Um and Tharian or Terrian. Um, he looked like he picked up right where he left off last year. No touchdowns, but a hundred yards. So yep. um that dude's good. I like him. And I like that he's a local kid to Minnesota. That's pretty awesome that to is be able cool. to play local. That's so very cool. um Patriots beat the Texans, not surprised there at all. Um Gronk is back. Yep. yep. Big time. Hundred yard 123 yards and a touchdown. Uh Lamar Miller, you know, um he looked good when we were. I was. We were watching him. The the producer, the wife is a Patriots fan. I'm sorry. Don't hate me for it. Um, <laughs> she's a Patriots fan. But so we were watching the game, and I was actually impressed with Lamar Miller. He looked really good. Uh, they stopped. You know, when they when they got behind, obviously it kind of changes your game plan. Yeah. So uh, and of course Brady was phenomenal as usual. Almost 300 yards, three touchdowns. You
1: just can't you can't argue with it. The dude puts up numbers. <laughs> um, in his forties, yes, I think that's uh, what I what I understand. It was his fourteenth game he won after he turned forty. That is a new record. That's insane. So that's going to keep going up. I I can't imagine any any record he will not own by the time he retires. You know, when it's he's sixty three.
0: Nuts. <laughs> nuts! Absolutely nuts! He's going to keep playing. Um, shit! How about the shocker of the day? The Buccaneers beating the Saints again. Like I said earlier, I think it's a fluke. Um, I mean they have Drew Bree's stats up here, which they look really good. You know, four hundred and forty yards, three touchdowns, but who really should be up there is Marboy Fitzpatrick. And uh <laughs> five touchdowns, four hundred yards. I mean you can't you can't argue. Like awesome. we said, it happens every once in a while, but it was pretty interesting to see it happen against a a division team yes. and B a team that probably should have just walked all over you. Yeah. So um, that third, the third quarter is really where they kind of took over, you know, they held the Saints scoreless in the third quarter. So pretty, pretty fun game for sure. Uh, we already talked about the Jags, uh, bills and Ravens. We already talked about, um, Flacco looked, looked good. I mean,
1: we talked- thought it was a preseason. Yeah. Is what happens? Yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: well, we've talked about it a few times at how I, I don't know why he gets thrown into the elite conversation. Cause he's not elite at all. Um, like we said, I don't know if it's a mixture of the bills being just that bad because they are, they're freaking terrible. Um, but who knows, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, chiefs being the chargers. I was a little shocked about that. I'm not going to lie. I thought the chargers at home were going to pull off a win. Um, but Holy shit. Did Tyreek Hill go off? Yes. Holy shit. Did he go off? Um, if you got him on your fantasy team, you had a really fun day today. Yeah, good to go. (laughs) Um, And Melvin Gordon just could not get it going. Um, Only 64 yards on the day on 15 carries. That's not a typical line from Melvin Gordon that you would expect. So a little interesting there for sure. Uh, Broncos beating the Seahawks. We watched that game. That was a fun game. It was really fun. Like you said earlier, you know, you don't don't get away with, with that very often, throwing three picks and getting the win. But I think the Seahawks are that bad um i'm hoping they're that bad i i don't even see them winning six games this year so that would be good um you know sanders uh like like we said earlier i have hit him on my fantasy team but i threw him on the bench because of his stats last year and then he went off so super <laughs> stoked for that i think i've scored like 50 points in fantasy although i should be a little better off now because of rogers comeback yes so Hopefully, I'm still not going to win this week at all. We'll go over that next podcast because uh, we're going to do a little fantasy podcast here every once in a while just to see what's going on. Uh, Redskins beating the Cardinals. No shock there. The Cardinals are going to be terrible this year. Uh, I do think they're only a year or two out of um, out of being able to crush. Surprise there, though, was Peterson. Adrian Peterson having yes. a really good game. I was more surprised at getting the ball 26 times than I was about him having a good yeah. <laughs> game. It's not a shock that the dude can run. That's never been a question. Right. Uh, Alex Smith looked really comfortable with the team, though. So um, good for him. Yep. I like him. I don't like that he's a redskin, obviously, now, but I do like Alex Smith. Uh, Panthers beating the Cowboys. We talked about that earlier. Way to go, Dak, on that fumble. Great job. Loved
1: it. Last opportunity. Perfect.
0: <laughs> worked out really well. Uh, the Panthers' defense did look good, though. Their offense, not so much. Um, I do have Funchess on my fantasy team too, and he didn't do jack shit for me today. So thank you for that. Um, but I have to
1: tell you that that is surprising to me because they have some serious impressive they do. talent. And on it's that not offense.
0: like it's not like Cam can't throw. Yeah. He's got a cannon. He's so, got arms. He's got legs. Yeah.
1: He's got he's got gr- he's two like, good receivers. He's got an exceptional tight end, and he's got yeah. an all around running back. That literally could do well, it, and all. I got
0: him too. And yeah. yeah, no love today at all from Nothing. the Panthers. Yeah. So that makes no um, sense. Zeke got his first touchdown. Congratulations, you jackass! No one cares. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that elite Cowboys team everybody loves. Uh, we just watched the Packers beat the Bears. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, we did have three touchdowns. I might be okay. I'm <laughs> still gonna lose, but I might be okay with at least Rodgers' stat line. Yes. Um, not bad. Not bad at all. Obviously. Um, tomorrow night I'm really stoked for. I think that Rams Raiders game is going to be really fun. Yes. Um, not for anything that I think the Raiders are great, but I do think a John Gruden's going to be pumped up to be back, and B I think the Rams are probably in that same like overlooking them kind of. Uh, they after after yeah. Matt got traded, they're like, oh, pff, we don't have to worry about these guys. You know, it's an easy opener um and even the jets Lions game is kind of intriguing i, th- I think it's going to be fun i mainly just because darnold i think is going to shred that Lions defense
1: i really want to watch that game I matt really patricia
0: do. is not going to let that defense get totally shredded so <laughs> who knows um fun stat before we get off here aaron Rodgers um has two 20 point comebacks in the last four seasons the rest of the nfl A whopping two. (laughs) So uh when you were like don't count him out, you were completely right about that. He is he's back, I guess we could say that. Um and I was really bummed about his about his ankle or his knee or whatever in the first half. I was like, You gotta be shitting me. Like he just comes and then this crap happens. But uh yeah. Looked really, really good. Uh we're just looking at this Twitter feed here and it's just hilarious, filled with all of Aaron Rodgers memes and how bad, uh, bad a man he is according to Stephen A. Smith. Um, we know that. So, um, but yeah, thanks for listening again. It's, um, I really just enjoy talking about this stuff. And, um, especially now that the NFL season is going, I would, yes. you know, I'm, I'm starting to get some messages from you guys, which is great. Um, I need some, some guys to banter with though, you know, messages are great. You know, telling me you listen to the show or you like the show or, or whatever. I appreciate it very much. Um, honestly this is just kind of a thing for us to do and have fun to be honest it's not a um, it's not a thing like we're trying to get paid or like oh we need to get sponsors so we can get paid or whatever it's just uh, we love sports and uh, whatever it is obviously NFL is our biggest thing and and (laughs) we're super stoked that it's back and um, you know I hope you guys a enjoyed the episode I know it was a lot of eagle centric uh, but because of who we are and, and who we root for. Hey, not bad. Our uh, our numbers are going up here. So thank you everyone for listening again. Uh, we appreciate everything uh, you guys are telling us and, and letting us know feedback wise. Um, send us your picks for the Super Bowl. And we can we can have a, a you know a, a sports according to Flapjack uh, poll going and and maybe we'll do a little giveaway or something to whoever gets closest. Um, so yeah, send us your your picks. Send us a. Uh, a score with it too, just for a tiebreaker side of things. So uh, again, thanks again for listening. Um, it means a lot if you if you take time out of your day to listen to an hour-long podcast of, of some kid talking about sports. So uh, again, hope you all have a great week. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of days. Like I said, we're going to do a little fantasy podcast or a few other things. So uh, thanks again for listening, and we will see you all later.